grandfather did a uh, journal or a diary or whatever you call it every single night and like these mm -hmm. and he had stacks because he did it do you read any of them every day yeah so because you keep them next to his recliner yeah and he hour by hour what happened that day two o'clock this guy called Really? Three o'clock, Adam came over. Talked about truck driving. 335. Because he's trying to remember. Just, well, it and yeah, that probably because Rick's always preaching about keeping a journal. Well, that's the thing with. <laughs> for memorization. With age as well, where write everything down because you might forget it all one day. I mean, you might be onto something there, but I think don't. about it, dude. I am thinking about I'm it. I'm pretty sure I have onset dementia. You know, my father-in-law does the same. He keeps notes like that. Two thirty, Barry Limley called. Yeah. Four forty-five, Adam got home from work. Six thirty-five, Kaylee got home from work. Um, they, I think it's just because we, we have technology. They didn't. So that was their, their technology. That was their keeping along. Yeah. Now people have, uh, apps to let them know where everybody's at. Yeah, that's true. I try to do that kind of stuff in apps and it's not the same. No, I try to do it in my, uh, notes. the notes. Yeah. And talk to it. Cause I hear a lot of comedian and comedians and artists that get things that pop in their head like do you ever drive home and have your own sermon in your brain wouldn't call it a sermon well what? i mean you, you but you have like this lecture in your brain like in you're very passionate about it and all these ideas start flowing to your brain mm -hmm. and you're like that's exactly what i'm going to talk about at men's bible study or youth group and then as soon as you get here, you're like, I have no idea what I thought about. <laughs> Brain that dead. happens to me probably every 15 minutes throughout my day. Yeah, so you got onset dementia too. I don't think that has anything to do with dementia. Isn't that what it does? I think everybody in the world does that. Oh. That's why I was just saying you hear these comedians and artists get their phone out. And they say what they're thinking, like as they're thinking it. And then they go home at night and they push play. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, okay. And they write it down. Comedians come up with their bits. 
other people. And I think that's why, that's why Rick is so adamant about keeping a journal. It's all those thoughts. You write them down, your prayers, whatever that is, you write it down, write it down, write down. Then you go back through it and you go through your Bible and you compare what your thoughts were with scripture. Yeah. But I don't. I sit there and I go, ah, well, I'll think of it later. You have done it, though, before. Yeah, for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Maybe you got ADHD. Well, that's what a... Uh, who Who is it that can prescribe medication? A psychiatrist? <clears throat> yeah, or a psychiatrist, a, uh, yeah. Or is it... A doctor uh, can, too, but... Psych- what's the other one? A psychiatrist, psychiatrist. and a... Uh, Philanthropy. I knew you were going to say that too. Philanthropist? No. Um, psychologist. Psychiatry and psychology. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think they one of them. One of them's a doctor. The other one is not. Okay. What's up, Street Squad? You know what? The other day I was thinking, man, I could really go for getting my picture taken or maybe get my family's picture taken. Man, I just don't know where to go get my picture taken. I don't even, everybody's taking pictures with their phones. I want real professional pictures. Then I thought, if I want professional pictures taken, I go to Melanie McKnight Photography. Melanie McKnight Photography is the experts in family photography. She is so friendly, so personable, and such a great sister in Christ. Go check her out at MelanieMcKnightPhotography.com. Go check her out. Browse through her uh, gallery of pictures. Uh, you can check her out on all the social medias. Go check her out. Give her a like today. Give her a follow today and contact her for all your photography needs. MelanieMcKnightPhotography.com. Thank you, guys. And remember, if you're going to talk about it, be about it. Love you guys. Later. Well, the one I... Uh, somebody if from my past, like brainwashed me into thinking that I had something wrong and I needed to go see one of these people. And the lady was really nice. And I sat down and she just, just like in the movies, but there was no like couch or nothing. It was just kind of like what we were doing right here in a room and a clipboard and okay, starting. And I just, you know, just diary of the mouth about my whole life. At the end, she's like, well, you have what we call extreme ADHD and immediately got extreme me on extreme ADHD I know right and I've never been that's to that's not a, even a thing bro well like, she what? was a retired military Doctor. officer and so immediately got the old prescription pad out and I was on Adderall for about six months did it work I don't know. It slows your brain down for sure. Like it definitely makes you go. Like if you're a type of person that has a million thoughts going through your head all the time and you're just that type of person, it's like a semi truck hitting a brick wall and just stopping. Your blood starts to feel cold and tingly. Really? For me, it did. I don't know if that's everybody's experience. Like you could. You sure that was Adderall? <laughs> yeah, and you know, but you—it made like your everything was just so 
and you focused on one thing at a time and you didn't stop that thing until it was was done. done so that's why college kids would take it and study for a final two days before their final because their brain would be focused on that book and it would not stop so they would say don't take this before you go to bed because you're not going to go to sleep <laughs> and and so what if you're focusing on sleeping no so then i went back for a checkup and i don't know how she figured she decided you need a higher dose so she prescribed me one what? to take in the morning, one to take at lunchtime, plus the regular one. And and that's basically legalized speed. Is yeah, but it's Adderall. slowing you down. Well, speed is kind of the same way. It makes you focus just on one thing at a time. It doesn't physically slow you down. It th- slows your brain down. Everything else is going. So you start cleaning your house. You're not going to quit until your house is spotless. You dust and you're doing everything. Like your brain is only focused. There's no other thoughts going through there until that task has been accomplished. So what happens when someone comes up to you and tries to like change your... Nothing. I mean, it's you're just focused on whatever's in front of you at the time. So then you would be able to switch to that? For sure, yeah, you could switch, but you just didn't, you didn't have... You wouldn't start a project... But then your brain is going, oh, and then I'll go over here and do this. I'm going to go here. And then none of those get finished because you're. You're bouncing around. Yeah. I didn't like it. You know how I got off of it? (laughs) No. They didn't let you take it in jail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one way. And then. uh I didn't have health insurance anymore, so I just... Couldn't pay for it, and now it's probably like, what, 60 bucks a pill? I don't know what it was, but I just canceled the rest of my appointments. Never went back (laughs) in? Because you had to go in once a month so they could talk to you and then get you another prescription. But I could see how that can be very... It was highly addictive. And I had a lot of people wanting to buy the pills... From oh, you, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm not a drug dealer. No, I didn't want to do any of that. But then they had that in the stuff called Busaprone, which was a antidepressant. Hmm. I guess. They actually find that a lot of those antidepressants that they developed in smaller doses affect different things differently. They help with sleep or the other one i never had a problem with sleep no you don't but you toss and turn every night at about three thirty in the morning i start waking up tossing and turning what yeah every morning uh-huh. you know why that is right it, if you start talking about some <laughs> demonic devil 315 stuff no it's 333 is the oh, witching hour here we go. Do you not know that? I don't buy into that witchcraft bullshit. No, that's what they do. That's what those religions do. They, the Satanists, the, all the, the witch, the Wiccas or whatever, a lot of them, 
do their stuff at 3.33 in the morning to mock the Holy Trinity. Well, they're stupid. Yeah. But that's why that's... That's not why I'm waking up. Yeah, bro. No. I'm telling you, bro. What do you do when you wake up? I roll over and I usually uh, push my... Because I can't ever have my alarm, like my digital clock set because Ella figured out the power strip <laughs> she sees the red light on and she clicks it off <laughs> every day so i just quit setting the clock make sure she's so now it's yeah so now i usually roll over and then i'll push my phone and it'll uh it's usually three something and then uh i roll back over and i go back to sleep but my conscience is awake so I, I, I'm aware of what I'm thinking about and stuff like that. So what are you thinking about? Mm. At 3.33 in the morning. Usually about how much I don't want to get up and go to work. Really? Um, I think of a lot of things like, how do I quit doing this? Doing what, your job? Yeah. Oh. And then, uh, <laughs> or I just think of, weird like fishing i don't know just random stuff that's crazy fishing animals or yeah like catfishing people online usually (laughs) (laughs) you never know nowadays man uh but i uh i don't know then sometimes i just don't think about nothing and i stare at the ceiling and my wife's alarm she used to be able to wake up with it just vibrating on the nightstand. And but some she snores so she can't hear it. No, I, no, because by that time, I think my snoring is probably going on between midnight and two. I don't know. <laughs> she has never said. But uh, yeah, was sometimes doctor? she was so tired, and then it's, and I'm just sitting there like, and she's not waking up. You're awake, but she's not. Yeah. Yeah. Snore at the doctor the other day with Jax for me. And the doctor's like, Do you snore? I was like, So I've been told, but I don't think so anymore. And Jack's like, Yeah, he snores. I'm like, <laughs> What? Are you being serious or just funny? He's like, no, I'm pretty sure you snore. I hear it. I'm like, Wow. Okay. You know when I snored the most? When when I was drinking. <clears throat> Yeah, because you go in such a, probably a deep sleep that like I guess deep sleep if that's what you want to call it. Uh, sleep apnea runs in my family pretty good. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, my uncle, but they, my uncle, he passed away in 2016. Um, do you ever feel like those doctors ask you the same questions every time you come in? Well, I don't know because I've only been to two. Like your primary doctor. I don't have one. Oh. So. And I haven't been to. Last time I went to a doctor was. Um. I was getting checked for uh, low T. <laughs> low T. And uh, that was. That was not by my choice either. But, uh, no, I, I think some of them ask, 
questions. You know what's weird for me is like I made these appointments and they all have uh, portals now that they email you yeah. to fill out your paperwork at home. Absolutely. And I I forget about it, so I show up and they're like, hey, didn't do your paperwork, huh? And they hand you a whole clipboard to go sit down. You're there for 45 minutes? Yeah. Just getting, like, putting no on everything, hoping that you're not allergic to one of those things and die. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, my uncles had, like, one of them had uh, the mask and everything. Uh, Yeah, the Vader mask. Yeah. It's super, like, small and um, in-intruding now. They've, like, developed it better. I don't think I'm going to need it. You wake up at 3.33 every day. If you don't think it's the demons, then... It's not because I'm going... (laughs) It's because my (laughs) back starts to hurt (laughs) from laying down so long. So then I roll, and I I get about 15 minutes of shoulder, and then the shoulder starts to ache. I roll over to the other shoulder, and it starts to ache. Cause I gotta like when I roll over, I put my arm underneath my pillow, mm-hmm. and then, it, oh man! So then I turn and do it on this side, and then I'm finally <laughs> sleep face down. No, I can't do that. <laughs> but then I, I usually just like <laughs> staring at the ceiling, and I have to have two pillows to kind of keep me propped up a little bit. Cause I can't. There's nothing worse than one flat pillow. But then again, well, that was also when I was drinking. <laughs> I could sleep anywhere. I sleep on you the sleep floor. On the floor, dude. Yeah. Um, and our bed is super comfortable. It's one of those temper beating. Yeah, I think so. Casper, not a sponsor. She bought it from uh, her sister, but it's nice. It gets hot in my room too. That doesn't make me happy. You don't have AC. No, because George Washington built my house. Why don't you uh, get a window, AC? Some solar panels. You're acting as if I didn't already bring these things up. Why not? If I had the answer to that, we would... I wouldn't have this problem. You didn't get an answer? Oh, no, I... We'd usually open up the window and turn that ceiling fan on, but. I got a window. We have central air in the rest of the house, but when they put the addition on where my bedroom is, they didn't put the heater vents or AC or any kind of vents in there. Oh, so it gets real cold in the winter. No, it gets still warm because they have radiant heat, like the things that go along the wall, like you used to see in schools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a dial for those that warms it up nicely in the winter. But in the summertime, it's like sleeping in a sauna. And so I usually don't have no blankets all summer, just a sheet. And then I wake up sweating through my shirt. Yeah. Because I'll sleep in an undershirt and basketball shorts. Yeah. And just... My whole back, like I'll get up to go bath, and my whole back is sweat, <laughs> your shirt's dude. stuck to your back. Oh, it's horrible. Why don't you sleep in your chonies, bro? It's st- I have basketball shorts. It's just like, 
it ain't gonna it ain't gonna make no difference yeah just your chonies i know i've done that before. no shirt and then you're still wet like your Dang sheets are getting wet no, i have an ac in my window so. i used to in my when i lived on my own i did Keep it at sixty nine. Oh, it was nice, but I think it's it might be the the noise that my wife's not used to. Yeah, that's something too. If you can't sleep with like white noise or something, no, it's because I can. One I thing can sleep I do, with music, bro. One thing I do love about my bedroom is that we have those blackout drapes. Nice, and so it stays so dark, and that's a, that took me a while to get used to. You didn't ever have that. No, because I would wake up and there's up no sunlight in my room. And I'd be like, oh, shoot, it's still midnight. And then I'm like, oh, it's nine in the morning. <laughs> and I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing, though. Like, I say all this stuff about my job, but I could be late and be like, so? Yeah, you're, there's nobody there to tell you otherwise i know it's such a catch-22 yeah because i i could go make a career somewhere but not if i'm late three times yeah, typically i'm not late anyways but i live far away from everything no develop. well i'm not late every day i'm just saying if that happened it's no big deal yeah i'm always a half an hour early to work yeah the other two seem to have a problem with that. It's 15 after. Okay. I don't know, man. What are you doing? I think it's being weird right now. You yeah. like that tea? Yeah, that's actually really good. I just Grim Leafer? Yeah, they have... Uh, well, you might as well show the can now, because if you just grim leaper, <laughs> well, it's tea. Well, yeah, but there's only one tea called grim leaper. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. We're not sponsored by anybody, anyways, because only six people watch the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Did my my position distract you? No. <laughs> no. <sighs> what else been going on? What was that a Colorado congresswoman in the in the news got in trouble for vaping and uh, acting the fool? In uh, uh, they were watching a Beetlejuice play. What? Yeah, and her boyfriend was groping her. In public? Yeah. And she got caught on the security. She got kicked out <laughs> of the thing, and then she flipped Come off on. all the employees. <laughs> she was walking out. I guess she even tried to pull the uh, do you know who I am thing. Oh, jeez. They kicked her out for vaping. The pregnant lady behind her said, can you please stop doing that? And then. Oh, she was doing this in the. Theater. Oh, Okay. And out of like a Congress hall or something. No, no. They were at a a play, Beetlejuice. There's a play. And uh, they're sitting in there and it's dark. But she's like, they tried to say that it was the fog from the show. That she wasn't vaping. But then they rolled back to security footage. And she's like, 
<laughs> you're clearly vaping and then and then i i think i i i think she was drunk but yeah you've got to be drunk well yeah and then, then, then this lady goes over and she's like hey could you please stop she's like yeah, yeah and then during the show like everybody's sitting there watching a play and she's like yeah you're drunk doing that bro. and then uh the guy she was with i don't know if she's married i don't but all of a sudden he's like <laughs> groping her chest why was there why is there a video camera on the audience it's a security camera there's a security camera watching the audience in the church. Well, yeah. So they got to have security cameras in there for this reason. And they knew she was in there, but either way, so then the ushers come and they are, wa- are walking them out. And then when they come out, there's security cameras in the hallway and you can see her just like one finger salute. <laughs> Dang, that's wild. Yeah. There's videos on it you can watch on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I think I like your description of it better than seeing the actual thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ruin that. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind of funny to think that. So is she still going to be a congresswoman? Yeah, I don't think you can get fired for that, but it's probably not a good look. They're not going to vote for you next year. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Um, it's not good etiquette. I well, mean, I think that's kind of what we're trying to teach these kids as yeah. we're going through the book of Corinthians. I don't know what her beliefs are. I don't know what her, right. uh, where her heart is with Christ. But uh, I, I really thought about that listening to that Cooper stuff podcast yesterday as he was. Yeah going over he made a lot of good points like yeah it might not be the funnest all the time but this is the picture that's being painted on how we're supposed to act as christians and it's like and how to lovingly address somebody i heard somebody else today on a christian podcast where they were talking about when you confront somebody in church yeah. That's doing things that you know are not good. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to approach them once. And then if they continue to do it, you're supposed to get another brother in Christ. And go approach them again. And again. And then if they continue to do it, you get kicked out of the church. Maybe it's the same Cooper Stuff podcast now that I think about it. I don't know. If it wasn't, I'm sorry, John Cooper. If you're listening. Um, but yeah, you're, and then you grab some, and then you get, you can get kicked out of the, kicked out of the church. I mean, it makes sense because a lot of Christians today, they're just Christians on Sunday. Right. And even then, dude, every, like on your way to church, that's when you have your family fights. That's when you say things or you do things and you're like, well, this is dumb anyway. Or I usually try to get my fighting done on Saturday. Do you? Yeah. But think about it. Those nah. are the moments that usually when it happens the most. I remember as a kid. Yeah. It was always a fight. Let's yeah. go to church. Oh, I don't want to. Uh, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> that kind and of And then they yeah. got into yelling and then it's like, oh, you got to go to this. Thing. Yeah. I want to sleep. Well, it's that with everything. I mean, I'm sure you're. But you're then you a, get to church, you go through those doors. And you're like, 
Yeah, well, I'm sure you're aware, like, your parents are hosting a potluck Sunday for the worship team. Where? At their home. Oh, I'm not on the worship team. I thought you knew about this last time. Oh, yeah, I made him cancel it. It was my son's birthday weekend. Oh, yeah, well, they went, yeah. I'm not going anyway, so. You didn't go. I'm saying the potluck. Oh. No, I have to go. Yeah, you're part of the worship team. I don't, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. But either way, it's things like that. Um, everybody, you know, is <laughs> all... When you're in church, everybody's a brother and sister in Christ, and then somebody wants to go out and do something else, you're like, I don't really care to see you at your home. <laughs> you think no one's going to show up? No, I think they will, but it's like the whole... It'll be interesting to see because everybody's got a host... They don't have to, but that's like the plan that they came together. Like your mom and dad are hosting this time. Somebody else will host another time. And then you'll see like who's hosting and who's all of a sudden got plans. You know what I mean? And that's not the way it should be. Like, let's just all get together somewhere. But that's... That's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, why do you think that is, though? I don't know. Because it's, a, it's not, you're not at church, you're not in that setting. Yeah, like, it's like what I said on Sunday. When, and, I, and I got some influence from people who know, but it's like, it's okay to help somebody outside of church. Mm-hmm. It's okay to volunteer your time outside of church mm-hmm. and that's what we are supposed to do when I said and I said that, that's what Jesus commanded us to do to love your Lord your God with all your mind strength soul and spirit <clears throat> and the second to love your neighbor as yourself that's not just the person sitting next to you in church that's not just the guy that's on the other side of the picket fence yeah it's everybody and you start throwing around hey Let's go help people in there. Saturday is the only day I got, brother. We used to do youth group on Sunday, and then, well, Sunday is the only day we got. Okay, what day works for you? Sunday's football. Yeah, that's probably a lot of them. And I get it that Sunday probably is one of the few times that the mom, dad, and all the kids are together as a family unit, and they want to go to lunch somewhere have family day, but when do you make time for Christ? When do you make time to help people? When do you make time for anything other yeah. than this routine of going to church on Sunday? It's like I was telling them kids, dude, you put in as much as you want to get out of it. And and you may not get nothing out of it, but you can either have reasons yeah. Or you can have results. Well, that's it. I've been trying to get that through to these FCA kids. Is like one day there's 20 kids in there. The next day nobody shows up. One kid will pop in. Oh, I forgot. And I'm like, how do you forget? We don't do it sometimes on Wednesday, sometimes on Tuesday. Same time every, every now and day. Then. It's the same time on Wednesday every single Wednesday. Yeah. No, and that's... 
Everybody has a reason, bro. There's it's excuses, and I made excuses for thirty plus years. Mm-hmm. I always had an excuse. I still have excuses. One big reason is I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know my Bible, so why should I? You know, I, I believe in time. Jesus. Yeah. I believe in Jesus, and that's good enough. I'm not going to be a preacher. I'm not going to be a theologian. I'm not going to be a biblical scholar. I'm not going to run Sunday school. I'm not going to. So why do I need to put the time in? Anyways, these guys are smarter than me. And that's the same thing with us adults. That's why I believe. You think that's right where the devil wants you? For sure. But I believe that that's 95% of the reason why men don't go to men's Bible study. I'll say the other 5% is because we're not inviting enough. We're not open enough about what we're doing. The other part is they don't think they're good enough. Or I think a lot of it would be like, well, I don't have time. Well, that's time definitely, but a lot of guys that are even sitting there thinking about it are like, oh, man, I can't even open my Bible and find this. These guys are going to be throwing scripture out there, and what if they make me read? What if they make me do this? What it's if like they, the kids, man. It's the same thing with adults, and I know it is because I, most of the guys that are around your age and my age that I've invited, the biggest reason they don't come is because they don't want to be called on. And I'm like, nobody's going to call on you, dude. And what's... Well, I don't read real good. How? Like, wait a sec, man. Like, is that... What is that? We're supposed to be men, dude. We're supposed to be masculinity has been stripped. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm, I I'm like that. I think like, oh man, I'll be on call me. But then if I do, I'm like, all right, yeah, you gotta be ready. Like, but the only way to be ready is to go home and study your Bible and do your book assignment. When I first started going to Bible study, guys would be called out all the time. Like, hey, what do you? What do you? What do you? You have to like, you have to put in some of your own personal time. And you show up and you didn't do that, you kind of feel guilty. Well, then, you know, the powers that be in our Bible studies would, there was a lot of engagement, but then all of a sudden it got to the point where people were just like, because they didn't do their homework and you know who would get frustrated and be like, whatever, and just start Mm -hmm. reading all the answers, you know, or hurrying through the chapter. Like asking a question and then some one person would say something, okay, moving on. Because nobody's engaging. They're just like. Well, yeah, I think people are afraid of um, awkward silences too. Yeah. But I feel like you should be comfortable in those moments, right? Be like. I am. Hey. Just look at someone. I'm comfortable, but I like. Just look at them. I you just I'll... look at it? <laughs> I don't look at somebody like that. That's weird. That's why people don't come. Did you do your study? Yeah. Last night? What uh, was your answer? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of guys I've noticed this go around. Oh, well, well, we'll come when the new book starts. That's why on Sundays I'm like, it doesn't matter where we're at in this book. We're studying the book of Mark. It's not about that book. It's about the fellowship. 
Well, it's the fellowship, and we're studying the book of Mark. We had a new guy. <laughs> he, he started coming to church here. I haven't seen him yet, and uh, forgive me, brother. I forget his name. Really nice guy, older gentleman, probably 60s, Tim's age or whatever. Tim's 60? Yeah. My mom and dad are 62 and 63. But really clean cut, kind of military style haircut, but older guy. Looks like a lawyer or a doctor. Hmm. Really nice button up shirt, slacks, and nice polished shoes. Uh, He came and sat down and. Monty knew him, or somebody did. Like, hey, man! Oh, hey! They're really nice glasses. Yeah, dude, I miss coming to these things. And he, uh, he engaged a little bit, but um, Jim, Jim started coming. Oh yeah. And they don't. We didn't have any more books, but all they had to do was open up the Book of Mark, and these questions are pretty cut and dry. No, yeah, because it's asking like. What do you think that this meant? But a bunch of guys, like, when they're walking out, Tim was like, hey, you want to come to my... 90% of them were, yeah, maybe when the new book starts. We'll start on the new book. No, you're not. <laughs> and the new book is going to be you, Old What do we Testament, always say, so bro? If you're going to talk about it, be about it, but well, I can't say that until we get into the new book, then I can say that. Yeah. Which is going to be Daniel. Warren Wearsby. Dude, Daniel, Daniel. You, we're starting Daniel because I just started reading it, bro. Oh, yeah, this is that Dr. book is good. It's Warren Wearsby's Daniel. Dude, have you ever read it? No. No? No, I'm still I'm starting not to jump around so much and completing an entire book, and I haven't done that yet in the New <laughs> Testament. Well, though, I take that back. Titus. <laughs> <laughs> the Titus, shortest book in the New yeah, Testament. Yeah, Titus. No, Jude. Oh yeah, that one. Um, did you ever read that one? Yeah, it's a it's one page. <laughs> and then uh, First and Second Timothy, I've finished those, but not. I need to finish the long ones like Romans and Corinthians and Matthew and Luke and Mark. Yeah. But so you I'm, don't you don't really dabble in any of the old stuff. Huh? I did uh, Ezekiel, the dry bones. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, the did book of Daniel though, dude. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Like you you know the story, the lions, den, the fire. Like you know those big points in the book. Mm. But it's like it starts out, they're just young Jewish boys. And they're in exile under the Babylonian king, Nicodemus. No, not Nicodemus. Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, I was going to say Nicodemus <clears throat> was yeah, a Pharisee. Yeah. But, and he's like trying to train these boys to be part of his council. He took some of the the king of Judea at the time. I forget his name. They, I think they killed him. Pretty sure. Then they, then they took uh, some of the royal family and the the most undefective boys and we're like all right we're gonna train them to be part of our thing and they these boys are obviously believe in god mm-hmm. and they follow god in the old testament but they're not allowed to do some of the practices that they're used to right they change their names shadrach meshach and Abednego. Oh, yeah there you go 
and then his Daniel, I forget what his name is. He's he's always referred to as Daniel, but he did get a different name too. But he's uh, like, here's the first story. I'll just give you the first story because I literally read it last night. <laughs> They're like, all right, here's your, you're going to drink this wine and you're going to eat this food. And this is what the king has provided. And he's like, hey, come on, dude, please don't make me do that. And the, the dude was like, well, I have to. Nebuchadnezzar will kill me if I don't make you eat this stuff. He's like, oh, man. Just just feed me vegetables and water. It's like, bro, they're going to notice and they're going to see how skinny you're going to get compared to the other people that do eat it. Like, just just test it. Trust trust me. It's like, all right. So he does that, and they're healthy. God kept them healthy the whole time. So he's like, all right. Under the thumb, dude. Under the thumb of the world. And they're still able to depend on God and persevere. You want to know something crazy I did learn this week? What? Well, we all know that from birth we are convicted, condemned to death for the sins of Adam. We're all before birth. We're guilty. Well, yeah, we don't know it. <laughs> but we are all Man, guilty. Die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go home until that bedtime story to Jacks. <laughs> uh, we're all condemned to die. But you know what I've never thought about? From Adam to Moses, there was one law. That was it. One. What do you mean? From Adam. To Moses, time in between, there was only one law. That's all the world knew was one law. Don't eat from the tree of knowledge, good and evil. Don't eat the forbidden fruit. So then there was just chaos. Because there was only one law. You only had to not break the one law. One rule, yeah. That's why Cain and Abel... And then Seth murder became a thing. Seth lived like sixteen hundred years or thousand years, whatever, and he was always just worried about sinning. I don't remember that that guy. Seth was Cain and Abel's brother. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. So one law, and that's why Moses had to do the Ten Commandments. Because yeah, there was just one, and I never thought of that. It's like, yeah, but you think, you know, what's right and wrong, you know, did you inherently you do, you did, there was only one law, but think about it inherently when you're born and you're raised, well, we are, but not them. Well, think they were kids too at one point. Yeah, they were kids, but they didn't have any guidelines. That's the whole purpose of the 10 commandments were was guidelines. They were laws then, but yeah, then they were guidelines. I, I think but inherently you that, have that feeling of, hey, this is probably wrong. Cain killed his brother. Probably shouldn't kill my brother. He paid for it. He knew it was wrong. Because God he spoke to him. He then lied, too. He's like, am I, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, but that's God's just like, it. like, you little. <laughs> yeah, but that was just it. Not everybody <laughs> had, but that's why there was so much chaos going on. Yeah, because then you had all of Cain's descendants, and then it was all just. And then nobody to, knew that it was not okay to murder. He had to flood the earth because they didn't know that. that yeah, I know that's why. 
Then the Ten Commandments came and everybody had, then they knew, oh, you can't murder. You can't lust. You can't be crappy kids to your parents. Dang it. You can't steal. What? Like, I'm not getting, I'm not going to eat so big trouble now. Yeah. (laughs) Moses had to come down like, look, there's 10. Yeah. And when he came down there building a gold cap yeah and they're like oh he's still alive yeah, he's like oh man he broke him yeah but before that <laughs> they just had the one and adam broke it right out of the gate i'll be right out of the gate <sighs> I know. and so then we were all because we all come from the loins of adam condemned and, to death and now noah we're all condemned to death. And Abraham. Right. But it all started from Adam. He broke the one rule. One rule. And then God finally said, Moses, I got to have you do something. We got to put some law. How long order. was he up on that mountain? For 40 days? I don't something? remember. Because they were like, well, I guess he's never coming back. <laughs> well, yeah, they, brought, they started <laughs> Seth and all. And of his started. brother... Yeah. Aaron was like, Aaron, yeah. All right, let's make a cat. Aaron was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's the next in charge. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Ooh, man. Oh, you guys want to do uh, that? that? That meme, you done messed up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, dude. So then there started being, but then, of course, yeah, I mean, there was guidelines, but nobody could, nobody could even get those right. So then, we get Jesus, but even in in Egypt, they were they were following some type of moral compass because you know when he said, "Hey, put this lamb's blood on your door," and the Passover, mm-hmm. the angel will pass over your your hut. Right. Well, they, so like they knew, they knew God, but that was after the Ten Commandments. No, that the was before, that was when they were still in in Egypt. Right. Well, there were still prophets out there that were talking. God was talking through them and directly to them. You think, though? But the Egyptians, do you think they really gave a whole buttload of crap about crap about anything? No, they made their own rules and they worshiped cats and Mm -hmm. dogs and and they didn't. There was no. Yeah, but I mean, the Jewish people Mm -hmm. as a whole, I mean. Well, they were chosen by God. Yeah, so they he called them. And, and yeah, yes, he didn't have the structure written out for them. No, but... But they knew what was right and wrong, and they knew, hopefully. like, hey, we got we to gotta rely on God. And they're crying out to well, him. Well, everybody saying, was relying on God. They just didn't have the rules. So even if you were relying on God <laughs> and your wife made you mad, you'd be like... Stab. <laughs> We're still good, right? I didn't, you know. You're all right. You're all right. I don't know. I don't know. They still relied on God, but they didn't. I mean, I'm sure there were people that were like, "I'd rather not kill somebody, but I'm going to take this bread." Or, yeah, because then you have like Moses when he like killed one of those Egyptian guards for beating up one of the Jews, and he's like, <gasps> "Then even they were like, we murdered him." Yeah, because you're a murderer. Because they knew about murder at that point. They didn't think he was going, he didn't think they were going to hell. They just knew that he hurt somebody's feelings. He killed somebody, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he didn't, they didn't have the, 
They didn't think he was going to go to hell. I wonder what they thought. Do you think he'd still go to heaven? I don't know. Yeah, like, did they have that structure where they're like, yeah, please, God, take me. I don't know. I haven't dove that deep into it, but you know who's probably going to be listening to this now and be like, (laughs) good, listen, please, please. Say, Listen, do you have four hours this Monday morning? Yeah, yeah, you just say I quit my job. I need to, Bob. Sit at the cold cafe every day. All day or a day. Why don't you get a job there? No, cook. no. I don't have uh, patience enough. Sure you do. You got a one-year-old daughter, Adam. Yeah, that doesn't say. Uh, I said, I said medium rare. <laughs> I don't think they make steaks. They do. Over, they got a yeah, over easy. No, they got a steak and eggs thing. Have you had it? No. You never tried it? No. I wonder if it's good. I don't know. I saw somebody order it once. I think it's T-bone and um, mm. breakfast stuff. I, I'm I'm frugal when other people are buying. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. We usually get, we both get the same thing. It's, is that just like, yeah? But I I don't know why I did yeah. Is that just like insecurity? <laughs> no, it's just the easiest thing on the menu. Oh, I put you down. No, no. <laughs> it it was actually I started ordering it for a while, then all of a sudden he did. Oh, and switch it up. Say, I'm gonna do your steak and eggs. Uh, no, I no. That's. He'd be like, well, you're paying today. Like, this is for the last time I paid. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh... You don't like to venture out much, do you? Oh, no, I definitely do when I'm on my how, own. How often would you say that you go outside of your comfort zone? Every day. Really? Do you stay there? Out. Well, that would defeat the purpose of being outside of your comfort zone. Well, then it becomes your comfort zone. I guess I'm comfortable a lot. So you're like... You're not outside. What? You gotta stay outside of your comfort zone, bro. I don't know what my comfort zone even is. Do I eat different foods? All the time. Do I do different things? All the time. Do I talk to different people? All the time. Do I listen to different... Every different kind of music? Yep, all the time. Do I watch different things, programs, movies, books? Stand up in front of people at church? Want to do a youth group? Yeah. A podcast? Putting my face on the internet? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if stepping out of my comfort zone is like jumping out of an airplane, then I don't know if I can do that. I probably could. I would, but I'd be terrified. I don't want to have to do that. But... If we get 100 likes on this video. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not a huge... I used to be okay with it, but the older I've gotten, I'm not a huge fan of heights. Oh, man, I do not like them. I don't like that shaky feeling in my stomach that I get of like... Yeah. I've had to do it for work, and then I, you, your body adapts. 
Yeah, well, you force yourself, but... But I do not like it. I don't like going up skinny ladders all the way up there. I don't know how those guys do it with them day cell phone in towers. Day out. That's their job. Like, bro, I did that stuff for six years, and I'm like, I never got comfortable. Well, I'm like, why do I need to get used to maybe dying every day? I don't... Or being paralyzed. Yeah. It's not the dying part that I was ever afraid of. It's about the paralyzed part I was afraid of. I'm like, bro, if I don't have my legs, what am I? Legless. Yeah. Not the elf in Lord of the Rings. Your Your dad will push you into church. Gosh, dude. Please, Lord. Don't let that happen to me. Uh, if I if I had to be paralyzed, though, I would rather just be paralyzed waist down. I don't want to be a quadruple. Yeah, imagine from your neck down, dude. Or even from just everything. Like, those guys are just... When they move it with their tongue. That's the worst. That's my biggest fear, bro. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, I think that's everybody's fear. <laughs> <laughs> It almost happened to me, too. Yeah, I know. You when you got thrown out of your windshield at 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. No, that. Ooh, I thank God every day that that didn't happen. I know. Cause, yeah, no, that would. That and uh, losing a limb. Yeah, see, that's that's, that's pretty, pretty much the same as. But even if I just bro. lost. Even if I lost. Lost. Just a half a finger would, I don't... I mean, that wouldn't be bad. It but would if you lost a whole all finger? your fingers except like that. Yeah, that <laughs> would... Yeah. People are right now listening to this going... <laughs> we love you guys. We like. We haven't had to go through that. And that's one of our fears. So, I, But I know that when I say that, when I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. You have people that overcome even that stuff. There are there's that preacher that he doesn't have any limbs, but that's how he was born, right? But yeah, and and but then you see those videos of the gym rats that are, you know, they got their wheelchair strapped to their waist and they're just all upper body. Yeah, so you could do that. <laughs> that be like there's no excuses, man. Like no. we, if we're gonna show up, you can't give up. No, like taking yourself out of the game is not. It's not an option. You know, I just thought of that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Please. Please don't derail this, bro. I'm not. Go ahead, dude. Don't take yourself out of the game. You can't take yourself no. out of the game, man. Mm-mm. Because you leave behind wreckage. And you got to keep going. Because you don't want to be a burden to use other people, right? <laughs> Adam does. No, I'm just, I agree with everything that you're saying. What are you thinking right now? Like, what if your dad forgot you on the porch? I'm still paralyzed? <laughs> it was like raining. Paralysis isn't a joke, Adam. It's not a joke, but what it's funny, like, what if your dad was like, hang on, Kev, I gotta run in real quick. And you're like. And saying he something <laughs> got his attention or he got a phone you're, call. You're literally crying of laughter I right know, now. Because I can see it in my head. My suffering makes you laugh. It's fine, bro. And you're just like Yeah, birds are flying on you. 
It's raining. And then he comes. Oh, man. <laughs> but you didn't give up, did you? You can't, dude. You don't have a choice. You have to trust your God-given ability to decide. You got to remember that God's got you. And you're going to face internal and external resistance throughout life. But you can't give up. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. You can't give up, man. I, we're not Push into up. the pain, Adam. Nobody's... Push into it. Push into the pain because you can either have reasons or you can have results. Did you get that off of Tony Robbins' podcast? No, dude. All right. No, dude. I am using it from something I've been been doing, but it's all God, dude. Puts you into the pain, Adam. If you're gonna talk about it, you gotta be about it. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you almost segue into a perfect and then you did that? Segue into a perfect what? Like you were like, if you're gonna talk about it, be about it. And I said, Yeah, and you were like, uh, and then you did that. I was so just now, You got anything to add there? No. <laughs> you can't end it with dead end.